just out of time. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to Hump Day. It's 12.40, 20 to 1 on the 12th. It could only be the 12th of January. That's 01, 2022, uh, which is in binary 1001110111. Six. Right. Welcome. So today, a couple of things to share with you. Uh, some thinking points and also a great sort of movie recommendation. Quite somber. Uh, but, you know, we'll start with, with the somber and we'll, we'll move from there. Um, 76 Days is the movie. Um, the reason, so it's, it's essentially the first 76 days of the pandemic emerging in Wuhan and the response of the emergency services, the medics, uh, the wider volunteering community to it and how people survived it or didn't. And I... So Omicron and the fabled Deltacron have given us all a diminished sense of responsibility towards the COVID-19. And I think it needs to be a lot more brought home to us just how it continues to be. We're still in pandemic mode, guys. This is not endemic. And, you know, we're not... I know Bojo's talking about like a six-year play and eventually come 2026, uh, we'll probably have... COVID, which at 19 will be looking very ancient at that point, off our hands. But it's not right now. It's still very much in the thick of it. And uh, I think Omicron has caused many people to query whether this is a signal of COVID being on its way out or being a lot more mundane versus the gravity of the situation when we had Delta on our hands and uh, chaos was ensuing everywhere. Um, I think it's very easy to get on the back burner with this disease, this which is still a killer disease. The numbers are still there. You've seen that. Hundreds of thousands of infections and Unless you're a young person with no comorbidities, then you are in the firing line. So we can't take our foot off the pedal. We can't treat this as just a common cold. And we need to get vaccinated. And whatever you think of Dr. Hillary and his performance on Good Morning Britain today, it's true. People do need to do that. We all need to do our bit. Right. You're not an actor. Can't just turn up. Forget about the green room. Not my day today. Don't think I'll bother. I'll get my understudy on. Always wondered, actually. Do cameos. <clears throat> do people who have cameo roles in films, do they have understudies? He's <clears throat> all very well, in it? If you're like the leading lady, then you'll have somebody, won't you, to... Stand in your shoes if, for whatever reason, uh, you, know, you stub your toe while you run into the door to collect a Chinese takeaway that's been delivered by a lovely man from Uber Eats. You're all right. You're covered. But what if you've got one of the smaller roles? I've always wondered that. Do you have? It's not perhaps as grave as the constant nagging of what happened to white dog poop. It's not on that level, but nonetheless, you know, everybody needs a substitute. 
it's not just football um and that so 76 days check it out it's it's out there and it's great and uh but what i'm gonna do right now is share with you my tab uh i was gonna write some stuff today um and uh do that random product generator. I might still do that. I don't know. It's not important. Um, there's a good article, by the way, as well, before we get cracked into this. This is my latest uh, piece de resistance. Uh, less resistance, uh, more resistible. Um, um, yeah, Harvard Business Review today had a thing about uh, things that people say in meetings that you should never say. And one of them is, oh, well, I'm going to give you 10 minutes of your life back. Bloody hate that. Hate that. <clears throat> How about saying, thanks very much. We've all managed to shift all that trash that forms the basis of this meeting. Ten minutes quicker than we expected. So well done, everybody. It's not about you. You're not giving any, but just because you're the meeting. If you're the meeting host and you didn't calculate correctly the time it would take to get the outcomes that you needed for that meeting, then shame on you. Everybody should deride you for your foolishness. It's not about you get 10 minutes back. Well, thank you for inconveniencing me by blocking out half an hour when only 20 of those minutes were needed. And now I've got to go back to my desk and I've got to try and restore that sense of flow. And, you know, I've got another meeting in 50 minutes. So actually, it's no good anyway. Thanks a million for ruining part of my day. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. Another thing that you need to think about that uh, HBR also mentioned is let's take this offline. So I'm coming to your meeting, and I've got a very valid point, and you're effectively rebuffing me. Let's take this offline. Do you know how diminished the respect that is felt by your colleague when you tell them that it's not worthy of the context of this meeting? Because it often is. It's not. It's very rarely, this is a corollary, this is an adjunct, this is an accessory to the murder. We'll take it offline because it's not relevant. No! It's because it doesn't fit your tiny-minded view of what this meeting is for. This meeting, somebody's interested enough to offer an insight or an opinion, discuss it. Because I'm telling you this, 85% of what's in that meeting is junk. Right, so square pegs, round holes. <clears throat> Important little conversational piece today, uh, written yesterday evening. That's a fact. And it's more about the image, I just feel incredibly fortunate to have discovered this image because it perfectly paints the picture of the message that I'm trying to share with you as Dr. Thack. So we started this year and we tried to build these habits and most of them are fallen by the wayside. That's all right. That's all right. I'm happy with that. By the way, passport service. Thanks a billion for rejecting my photo. I'm this ugly. I can't help it. You want another image? Find another person. If you insist on having photos on passports then at least give me the credit of letting me put my face on it lots of people started this year with these audacious habits that have already crumbled fine we do it every year it's great your gym three weeks time it'll be dead we do all these things we go through the cycle it's the motions it's fine while we overlook the stuff that we actually want to do. Now, I've always said I'm the biggest proponent of doing the things that make you feel great if they have a purpose. Because if they make you feel great, they'll make others feel great too. 
and I think, <clears throat> you know, when you forget about all the stuff that we have to do, we are obligated to do things. You know, the washing up will not do itself. The dog will not walk herself. I'm talking about pet, by the way. Uh, you know, the, 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 that roof will not fix itself. I get that. But when it comes to purpose in life, that isn't roof, pet, washing up. All too often, we become frustrated because we do not give ourselves permission to go off and do things that are ultimately, or could become, what makes us whole. Because we're always, the permission that we seek from others is actually a permission that only we can give to ourselves. So if you're stopping yourself from learning a new hobby because you're 47, and you're like, what's the point of me launching a competitor to McDonald's now? Because I'll be dead by the time it becomes really successful. Well, all right, so what I'd say to you is look at Colonel Saunders, right, KFC. Late 60s when he launched his fried chicken enterprise. So that's nonsense. And I know that's a hackneyed one, but there are lots of people in their 50s uh, who, oh, lots of people in their 60s and 70s who start learning new skills and master them. There's people who start degrees in the age of 70 and become doctors on their 80s. But it happens, it happened more than you'd think. <clears throat> but it all boils down to not having the respect in ourselves for just making incremental progress and achieving things that surprise all of us. I'm never going to be a lecturer or a professor, right? I hate conventional study. I despise it. It doesn't fit me. I'll learn beautifully by listening to interesting people share their passions right so i so if i wanted to i could become uh, I, I could become worldly wise in smart cities i could do that if i wanted to. i don't want to knock yourself out but do not ever ever give yourself anything but the highest praise for getting this far and getting further you can do it because it's you and only you are you and only you can decide f everyone else only you can decide whether you have the smarts and the tenacity to do something to at least a basic level and i suppose if we looked at james clear and atomic habits as well only through rote, only through doing things repetitively, only through listening to uh, France Inter, uh, France Inter, uh, the, the radio station. Only eventually, you, you know, you're going to start sort of picking up the words that will help you to become conversant in French. You have to go through the motions. Babel, I was looking at that app as well for learning a new language. Uh, I can't fancy it in German. Um, if you are a square peg, and you are trying to fit yourself through a round hole, then you're the drill, aren't you? You're the one in control. There's nothing. Please, 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 this year, 
find yourself something that you just enjoy doing and see how it goes. No pressure. But just notice yourself. I'm doing that a lot these days where I'm noticing patterns in how I do things. And it's annoying me. It's chewing. It's gnawing at me. I'm like, why do I do that? Because of me, right? And if I wanted to correct the habit, change things, I could do that. No doubt I'd do that. And I think this doesn't necessarily come down to confidence. I think it comes down to the people who surround you and the people that you choose to be with and whether they lift you up or they bring you down. But being stoic about this, the only things you're control of is what you think, what you say, somewhere else in there, how you move. Makes sense if you're a ballet dancer. It's perfect. I'm not so sure right now. But please do uh, read this. I like that. I'm, I'm probably going to use that tagline on my podcast. Stop following the herd. Be the herd. Forget about the precedents that have been set. Forget about retrospectives and hindsights. They're irrelevant because the only time you've got is this precise moment that we're living in. And thanks for sharing it with me. I'll do for that. Uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy. This is nice, isn't it? Interesting. Um, I hope you enjoy being around. Thanks for uh, joining Technology. We will continue to be here, continue to bring you new ideas, fresh thoughts, a bit of tech, a bit of trouble. And uh, thanks for helping me to become the maverick and the unmanageable man that I am. We'll Hey, this is Stevie Batiche from Microsoft, and you're listening to Talknology.